Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Unfortunately, the injuries are flying in. Let's break them down on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Wednesday, March 1st. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. And let's start off with an early contender for dumb baseball player injuries, Joe Musgrove fractured his big toe after accidentally dropping a weight on it while working out in the gym. Musgrove will not throw for a minimum of a couple of weeks. Opening day is now in question, Scott. Sounds like he's going to miss uh, some time. We don't know exactly how much time that's going to be, but I haven't moved Musgrove down yet. It sounds like you have. Yeah, I think he'll miss about all of April when all's said and done. So they're hoping he can start throwing again in two weeks. I imagine he'll have a whole ramp-up period after that. And that's even if he can throw in two weeks because, you know, fracture, that's not going to be healed for four to six weeks. So I, I, I'm guessing it's a pain tolerance thing. And it'll be impossible to say if he, he'll be able to do it within two weeks. Uh, so you factor in the additional risk with that, the ramp-up period that's going to follow, and I think when all said and done, the safe assumption is just that he's going to miss all of April. Like Tyler Glass now is. Yeah, we'll get to Tyler Glass now. Right now, yesterday we talked about him, but we didn't know how much time he was going to miss. And now it comes out expected to miss six to eight weeks after being diagnosed with a grade two oblique strain. So we're not going to see Tyler Glass now until likely May at the earliest. Scott, I dropped him down to SP44 in my rankings, just behind Chris Sale, Dustin May, and Jeffrey Springs. Does that sound like the right range? Yeah, that sounds about right to me. That's that's sort of the range I moved Glass now into as well. And I, I pulled Musgrove down with him. They were ranked similarly before these injuries. I had uh, Musgrove 24th among starting pitchers, Glass now 28th. I've now moved them down to... Right, but in, in the 45 to 50 range at starting pitcher, I think it'll be a similar timetable. The the six to eight weeks you gave for Glass now, as I understand it, that includes ramp-up time. They're already uh, counting that into his absence. There's more risk of a setback probably with Glass now. There's more risk with Glass now to begin with. So uh, must grow over Glass now, I'd say, even despite the big rewards for Glass now. But the discount for each should be pretty similar. Gavin Lux, unfortunately, was diagnosed with a torn ACL, which will require season-ending surgery. Miguel Rojas will step in, likely, as the starting shortstop, unless they make a move, of course. Last year, Miguel Rojas hit 236 with six home runs, nine steals. Scott, I assume we don't have much interest outside of NL only with Miguel Rojas? No. Uh, no, I, I, I doubt the Dodgers like the idea of playing him so regularly either, and it wouldn't surprise me if Chris Taylor ended up getting more starts there than we're thinking right now. Uh, but obviously shortstop's an important defensive position, and they're already kind of taking their lumps defensively with Miguel Vargas second base. This, I think, is 
probably good news for Miguel Vargas, more job security. Of course, uh, he can't play shortstop, but if Chris Taylor's playing shortstop, there's more availability in the outfield, which Vargas can play. The Dodgers like to mix things up, of course. So um, I think the odds of Vargas playing close to every day are higher now. May not always be at second base, but like I said, he's pretty versatile in his own right. There are some trickle-down effects, too. You mentioned Chris Taylor, and Dave Roberts said he expects Taylor to make more starts at shortstop, and uh, also mentioned Mookie Betts potentially playing more second base. Now, this is not the first time we've heard this this offseason, and Mm -hmm. he played like seven games there last year, so it's a possibility that Mookie Betts will gain second base eligibility at some point this season. Yep. Astros, go ahead. I thought it was already a possibility, a likelihood even, and that's part of the reason why uh, I I think I rank him higher than the consensus. He'd be immediately the number one second baseman. It may not be as exciting as it sounds because outfield is arguably the weakest position of all, even though there are a lot of first-rounders there. It's uh, it's a rough position in its own right, and it may be hard to move bets out of that position when he does pick up second base eligibility, but it can't hurt to have it. Astros GM Dana Brown said that Jordan Alvarez, quote, should definitely be back for opening day. He added, we feel totally confident that he'll be in game sometime midway through spring training. Alvarez is currently dealing with left hand soreness. Scott, have you moved Alvarez at all in your rankings so far? I haven't officially moved him. I opted to take Juan Soto ahead of him in TGFBI, a 15-team league with scant waiver wire and no trades allowed. So you're discouraged from taking big risks. Uh, it, I, I didn't think it was a big risk to take Alvarez, but it was a risk with the hand issue. He did play through it last year. He played well. Um, and I suspected that would be the case again. Having the GM actually confirm that verbally is reassuring. And it might keep Jordan Alvarez's stock from slipping further. I think it's still a pretty close call between him and Soto in uh, the mid-stages of the first round. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.